0: Hey and welcome right, to another dict- minute. Stop, stop, stop. This is a dictator for a day special report. Border crisis in our neighborhoods. These special reports will be short, but we believe they're extremely important so we want to get them out as quickly as possible. 2 weeks ago, we posted a podcast on the border crisis and how the situation was becoming so dire we could easily see what was going to be happening in our neighborhoods. Majorca's not enforcing the border. The border bill was a joke. And basically, this was what's going to happen in your neighborhood. Roving bands of criminals. You're going to try and drive to work, take the kids to school, go grocery shopping. You're going to run into criminals. Doesn't really matter whether you're in New York, Detroit, Chicago, Clam Lake, Wisconsin. Big towns, little town, doesn't matter. At the same time I posted that podcast, the New York Post posted an article, Migrant Crime is Turning Cities into War Zones, and I wanted to read a little bit from this and paraphrase from this to give you an idea of what is still going on and will continue to go on. Criminals posing as asylum seekers are turning American cities into war zones. A Venezuelan gang called Tren de Uruguay, which apparently is, is is highly feared because it tortures its victims, has set up shop in New York City. Now, this is according to New York police talking to the New York Post. Gang members are recruiting migrants from the shelters as they get off the buses from Texas. And they're putting in the work in retail theft rings on mopeds, grabbing phones and handbags and, 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 and roughing up pedestrians. You've probably seen some of this. On the news, but, but this is how deeply this is going. The president of the city's Detective Endowment Association said this is organized crime, it's just like the mafia. Governor Kathy Holch just says migrants are looking for a better life and the city Comptroller has accused the New York Police Department Commissioner, who's warning of a wave of migrant crime, of fear-mongering and using Republican talking points. So what happens is, you get a two-man team snatching pedestrian phones and delivering them to the gang stash house, where professional hacker- hackers drain their cash apps and make fraudulent banking transactions. Then the phones are wiped clean, they're shipped to South America, and they're resold. So they get your data, they get your money, they get your phone. Here's a report of a shopper at a sporting goods store shot the leg when a security guard tried to stop a migrant from robbing the store last week. Uh, apparently, the guy whipped out a 45 caliber handgun and shot into the crowd. He's been apprehended. Professional criminals are enlisting migrants from the shelters to raid luxury stores at suburban Oakbrook Center Mall, which is just west of Chicago. South American gangs are turning suburban malls into danger zones, explains a retired police chief from Riverside, Illinois. You're at a suburban mall, you're pushing your kids in a stroller, and you get caught in the violence. Paul Morrow, who is a retired NYPD inspector, says the claim that Venezuela is emptying its prisons is accurate, and you can blame President Biden's open borders on it. This is getting worse and worse and worse. It's not going to stop. If you have this many people, thousands daily, coming into the country, and you get police chiefs or police sources telling you 54% of the crime in our city, 64% of the crime in our city is being committed by illegal immigrants, eventually... You may think they're all in New York and Chicago, L.A. Eventually, you can only get so many people into a phone booth or a Volkswagen or a city bus. It overloads, and they're going to start looking for territory elsewhere. And the evidence is in that they're already doing it. A few days ago, we posted a podcast blaming the NGOs for a lot of this. The Texas Attorney General is now suing a Catholic NGO operating in Texas to have its registration revoked, alleging that it is encouraging illegal immigration and operating a stash house for those entering illegally. In the last podcast we explained, the NGOs get millions, some of them billions of dollars, in government grants from the feds. That's actually taxpayer money. It's a two-step process. Democrats control most of the bureaucracies. The majority of federal employees appear to be Democrats. So when the application is made for the grant, they're going to give it to the NGOs that are going to work to push democratic liberal policies, like an open non-existent border. So the Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is suing this Catholic nonprofit because it is offering hospitality to migrants, immigrants, and refugees in El Paso, Texas. Inspector General for the Department of Homeland Security found millions was being misused by NGOs that the Department of Homeland Security had given money to. They weren't producing documentation of where they use the money, but they were basically giving immigrants food, transportation, housing. We've seen reports now where hotels are making millions of dollars a week because they've got exclusive contracts to house illegal immigrants. So back to Paxton's lawsuit in Texas. He said the group is openly and flagrantly violating many provisions of the law in systemic fashion. He's accusing it of providing shelter to illegal immigrants who have evaded law enforcement, of encouraging illegal immigration, of engaging in human smuggling, and of operating the stash house. So basically, your tax money, my tax money, is being handed out by Democrats in the federal government to many other NGOs that are then using the money to comfort and aid the enemy as they cross into our country illegally. 30,000 Chinese migrants in the last, what, few months? Mostly men of military age. What are they doing here? The country can't put up with it. It just can't. And I'm afraid it's going to take a long time to repair it. The first thing that's going to happen is you've got to vote in a brand new administration. This kind of stuff is going to keep happening. And what's the government doing? Nothing. Oh, Daily Wire reports, mandatory IRS diversity training includes material from trans academic who called for death of whiteness. So that's what the government is doing with the money. Mandatory diversity training. You would think there's something better to do. Now it turns out even the IRS, we've been seeing federal agencies doing this for weeks and months now. Now it turns out the IRS is doing it too. If I was dictator for a day, I'd shut down the borders permanently and start the long and very difficult process of rounding up and deporting illegal immigrants. Donald Trump says if he's elected, he's going to enact the greatest deportation the nation has ever seen. Police are going to start picking up the immigrants. I'm not sure that that's going to work. I think you're going to see every Democratic law in the law lawyer in the country go after that with lawfare. So we need some kind of something that, that is going to allow federal police to pick up these immigrants and take them back where they came from. The country simply cannot afford it. The infrastructure can't afford it. Our policing system can't afford it. Our citizens can't afford it. You, you, you can't have a nation without borders. That means you can't have America. Hey, if you like these podcasts, scroll down to the bottom. I think there's a place there where you can punch in a like, or please subscribe if you haven't done that yet. Yeah, send a link to all of your conservative friends. Let's get the word out here. Something needs to happen. This has been a Dictator for day special report, Border Crisis in Our Neighborhoods. <laughs> But listen, we got to go. For more of these podcasts, please subscribe to dictatorforaday.substack.com. That's dictatorforaday.substack.com. And tell your friends. I am Dennis Dean, and I am not a dictator for a day. Hmm. Where'd my field cap and cigar go? Dictator for a Day is sponsored in part by storyvisionvideo.com. Copyright Dennis W. Dean. That's me. All rights. But please feel free to spread the word. And thanks for listening.